This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Mike with you. Listeners, we have three favors to ask of you. First, be sure to submit a question. The better the question, the better the podcast. If we stink, it's your fault. (laughs) We're not saying that, Michael. How can they submit a question, Michael? The Village Church of Barlett app is one way. You like how I pronounce the last syllables. Uh, And then um, Village Church website, vcob.org, right on our homepage says Q&A questions. Easy peasy. There's a button, just press it and submit a question. And you can do it anonymously if you don't want to. You can do that. Be sure that you're sharing this podcast. We say share, share, share it. And be sure that you're sharing it with your friends, family members, or foes. Great conversational possibilities there. And number three, what do we want them to do? We want them to rate rate it and review it. And they do that at the iTunes store. Be sure that you go to the iTunes store and give us five stars. All right. So here's our question for today, Michael. I love this question. Is it okay for a Christian to participate in a yoga class? Uh, It's been a little while since I've done yoga. And I know based on what you've talked about, you've done, done a yoga class in a while. So not sure that you've submitted this question or me. So Let's talk about it. Um, this So this reminds me of a Halloween question. <laughs> Seriously, because if something has origins that are anti-Christian, does that mean... Um, Christians ought to abandon them altogether. Altogether. So um, I'm going to give a really cheesy analogy, but there are some words that way back in the day used to mean something, mm-hmm. but don't mean that anymore. Right. So there are some Christians who get really all antsy-pantsy, and they're like, do you understand the etymology of that word and that what used to mean 100 years ago? And I'm like, no. Don't live 100 years ago. I live now, and that doesn't mean that now, so I'm fine with it. Uh, I could say some of those words, but then our audience is going to go look them up. But I did – I will say one. um, I I used the word dork in a sermon, (laughs) and uh, afterwards, a dude came up to me, and he told me about the etymology or the root of that word and and whatever. And then the next week, I used the word schmuck, which apparently have the same root word, and I wanted to be like, bro, why do you 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 know know all this stuff? And um, it was really strange. But uh, And I'm like, and basically, his comment to me was that it's inappropriate and sinful to use those words because of their etymology. And I'm like, like I, I'm fine if like I'm teasing my daughter and I'm like, you're such a dork, you know. Like I'm not actually calling yeah, her you're whatever not calling the etymology her that name. of that You're just word making fun of right. And um, so yeah. like Halloween is one of those things. So Halloween had some interesting origins. Christmas had some interesting origins. Yep. I mean, there's interesting origins around a whole bunch of things. But sure. does that mean that we are not able to use maybe the newer redeemed version of those, or we'll say neutral things of them? And uh, so this is honestly what um, this question reminds me of. And so some people will say, well, because um, in some places yoga is explicitly anti-Christian, very religious or sexual even, that a Christian should never engage in it. And even though in the pop culture way of doing yoga for the most part now, it's simply uh, an exercise platform with no spiritual connection whatsoever. So yoga means – Basically, three things. Number one, it's a, a school of Hindu philosophy advocating and prescribing um, a course of uh, physical and mental disciplines for attaining liberation from the material world and union of the self with the supreme being of the ultimate 
principle, which which is why I'm not a Hindu because it doesn't mean anything. Um, <laughs> so basically, yo- uh, yoga means union or yeah. unity. Yeah. Yep. And you want to become uni- union, unified with the ultimate principle sure. being something. Okay. So number two, it's methods or disciplines prescribed, a series of postures, breathing exercises, practice to achieve control of the body and mind. Um, so anything that allows me to to increase control of my body and mind, I'm okay with that. That sounds good. It does sound good. And yeah. um, and then finally, uh, the third way that yoga is used is union of the self with the supreme being or ultimate principle. Again, I have no idea what that means. So it's a philosophy. It is an action. And then it's also just kind of pop culture, generic workout. Mm-hmm. Um, so some people are like, we don't want to give the appearance of evil. So we're going to stay away from everything. And if that's where you're at, I'm not even trying to mock you. I'm just regurgitating sure. that position. Yeah then don't do yoga. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're going to a community workout center and they have yoga that is completely non-spiritual, it's just the the exercises, then you're free to do yoga. I just don't want to make a mountain out of this issue, even though I know some people do. And and let me just – so I'm going to say something, and I I understand that as I say this, I might be polarizing people. Okay. But Christians love to make big deals of things – and we'd love to put rules on people. Well, it makes it easy. It makes it easy to draw. When you draw the line, this is Christian, this is non-Christian. Right. This is right, this is wrong. Correct. If you can draw the line wide enough and thick enough, then everybody knows what that rule is and you know where the boundaries are, then you can just stay on the you know the right side. Right. And the unfortunate part is that is not the way the Christian life works. No. Mo- much of the Christian life is gray. Yes. Um, God gives grace and he, and he gives us a mind to think through this and ask their good question and look at what we're doing. Right. And yeah. So yeah. If you're somebody who loves rules and you love to say Christians never blank and those blanks are extra biblical things. Um, I, I just want to slow you down a little yep. bit and say, maybe you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there are some things that are always unbecoming of a Christian. That's, that's yes. totally and, true. And again, listeners, we are not saying yeah. that there are not rules. There are not clear guidelines. There are not clear uh, descriptions of things that we should and should mm-hmm. not do in Scripture because yep. there are clear uh, expectations and clear rules in Scripture for yep. the believer, the follower of Christ. But there are also areas that are not so clear. They're called gray issues. Yeah. So when you find yourself saying the following things, I think you're in shady water. Well, Christians you, you, would never celebrate Halloween. Christians would never listen to secular music. A Christian would never go to the movie theater complex or whatever mm-hmm. people call it. Um, Christians would never eat glutenful food or whatever <laughs> weirdo things are starting to become like on par with biblical convictions. You know, yeah, we call that in the Christian world legalism. legalism. We can't legalism. just make up rules. We can't make rules that God doesn't make up. Right. So that God doesn't give us. Let me let me give you a yoga rule okay um don't go practice spiritual yoga um don't go to a workout studio led by a hindu who's going to help you become unified with the supreme being and ultimate principle or whatever okay um don't do that yeah and Um, i I know people that practice in in a uh do yoga regularly for exercise they have no clue of the background of hinduism right because it's never talked about it's no different than pilates yep I'm going to, I'm going to get, um, we're going to enter right now into an illustration that moms and dads, I'll just give you a warning. If your kids are listening, just press pause for a moment. Um, when, um, when we talk about, um, Hinduism, uh, 
it is generally just a worldview that um, is very thoughtful when it comes to spirituality, the mind, the body, and sex. Okay, mm-hmm. so if you're if I'm not going to throw out a sex position because it's in a Hindu book. Yeah, and for the for Hinduism. Um, even sexuality is a very spiritual experience. It is for Christianity as well. And there are books, detailed books written on different sex positions. And it doesn't mean that those are now all off limits for all Christians because it's in that Hindu book, right? Correct. And so what I want to just say is just because something is found in another religion or another religion finds a way to do something that is more helpful in terms of how you work out your body or whatever, um, and then they sanctify it with Hinduistic philosophical or spiritual principles does not mean that the thing in and of itself is fundamentally evil. Right. And uh, so whether it's sexuality or whether it's physical, um, just well-being and and working out your body and stretches and whatnot uh, and creating physical strength so you can have control over your mind and your body. uh, If it is a fundamentally good thing and it's not connected to Hindu philosophy or Hindu spiritual practices or religious practices, then you're free to discern those things. But if you're in a studio and they start saying, now I want you to empty out your brain, that isn't actually unbiblical That is an perspective. unbiblical perspective. Yeah, that's uh, because, an unbiblical teaching. Yeah, we're told to fill our minds. Yeah, with, not unfill it. Right. And uh, an empty brain is a worthless brain. Yeah. And, um, and that is um, not a Christian principle. So if you start finding yourself in these situations and they're telling you to do things that are anti-Christian, well, then walk out of the room and – and um, yeah, find don't participate. One. Find another one, you know. And so, I, I, my big picture with this is just to tell people: um, always be discerning. Don't engage in practices of other religions that are anti-Christian. Um, but also understand this is a little bit different. When you go to most classes, it is not necessarily intended to be the application of, we'll say, Hindu spiritual practices. Right. It's more just a physical work out right. not always and, but often. yeah and and just so that we are clear there are people that have come to christ through the uh in spite of their hindu background they come to faith in christ and so this would be a stumbling block for them then, then yep. they, they would be ones that would say hey i can't do yoga because i know its background i know what it's really mm-hmm. uh trying to teach even though it is trying to do some things that are very helpful i can't do that because of m- what i know uh, it, it, where it came from. Right. And that, and that's just, that's a conscience issue. It's a conscience and issue. If you came out of a demonic religion, then of course you're, you're going to have to completely separate yourself from that. It's like an alcoholic yeah. uh, or somebody growing up in an alcoholic background. Well, they're going to probably be more likely to stay away stay from Stay away from alcohol. But if I didn't grow up in that background, it's not going to be that big of a stumbling block right. for me. Um, and so that's where like, this is one of these issues where I think our, our listeners just needed to use caution, be wise, be discerning. Don't just throw blanket statements over things because it's easier to do that. Um, let every single circumstance stand on its own. Um, ask the instructors, is this just about physical things or is this about he, uh, uh, Hindu spirituality? Right. Do, do due diligence. Don't jump into he, uh, Hindu spirituality. Um, but if it's just the physical stretches and exercises for building core strength and whatnot, then hey, whatever. Hey, go for it. Yep. Yep. Let's leave you uh, listeners with a verse, 1 Corinthians 10, 31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Thanks for joining us today. Please come back next time for episode 200. 200. Can you believe 200 That's episodes? That's so fun. That's so cool. That is crazy. Thanks listeners for joining us. Please come back next time for episode 200. Episode 200.